Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've been waiting for, a podcast for podcasters. This is Creating the Greatest Show, and I'm your host, Casey Cheshire. Join me as we interview podcast hosts and investigate the ingredients of a successful interview podcast. We'll talk mistakes, earned skills, powerful questions, and more. This show is sponsored by Ringmaster, completely done for you, B2B podcast production. Welcome, everyone, to a bit of a special episode of Creating the Greatest Show. Uh, Some of the astute members of the audience may have noticed that I am not Casey Cheshire, and uh, you are correct. Uh, I'm Sam Gurton. I'm a podcast producer. I'm actually the producer of Creating the Greatest Show, uh, and I'm also a marketer at Ringmaster. I wanted to get a quick episode about a really important uh, development in the podcasting world, both for the hosting and the production and repurposing content and things like that. So a um, bit of a special episode and a very special guest um, on the show today. She is, I would say, like the most plugged in person to the podcasting community that I know of, like on planet Earth, whether it's on LinkedIn, if it's in different groups on you know slack or discord or anything super plugged in awesome person she's actually making her return to creating the greatest show and we will link her episode uh in the show notes she is the founder and head curator of the earbuds podcast collective she is a board member of the podcast academy and she is newly the community marketing manager at descript Ariel Nissenblatt, it is such an honor to welcome you to the show. How are you doing today? I'm super now that I know that I am in your head, at least, the the podcast universe connector. So that's great. I love that. <laughs> Just a, a big fan of the medium, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you're newly the community marketing manager at Descript. Um, you're not new to being a community manager, um, and you're pretty... You're pretty much at the heart of uh, this big development in the podcasting world, um, which is Descript buying Squadcast. Um, So, Ariel, what in your mind is the biggest benefit uh, to podcasters of Descript buying Squadcast? Sure. So for folks who don't know, Squadcast is a remote recording platform that helps creators all over the world record with anyone anywhere at any time remotely. And you can record audio and video. And the audio quality is great. The video quality is great. And it's like Zoom, but optimized for really great audio and video quality. So you know, creators who are taking their craft seriously will use a dedicated remote recorder like Squadcast, like Riverside, like Zencaster. I, of course, advocate for Squadcast. We are using it right now. <laughs> so I've been working at Squadcast for the past three years. And um, as of a few months ago, technically, I've been uh, working at Descript because um, Descript has been... Um, we've been friends with Squadcast for a while. Squadcast has been friends with Descript for a while. But... Um, 
As of June, technically, Squadcast has been under Descript, and we just announced it earlier this week, and we're in August. So behind the scenes, I have been working for Descript, but publicly working for Squadcast, and it has been a fascinating experience to sort of figure out what people use for their editing and for their post-production needs. And um, I have been getting more familiar with Descript for my podcast. I host a few podcasts about the podcast industry and have been using Descript now only. So it's been awesome. And I am just super grateful to be chatting about it. And um, I really think it's going to be huge for podcasters. So to, to answer your question, I think it's that it's all right there for you. It is all in one. Of course, you still need to publish to a podcast hosting site. But I, I you know, I think that it's great to have a little bit of distribution there. <laughs> I think if you want to record remotely with a guest up to 10 people in a session, you can now do that in Squadcast by Descript. And then all of your files will be ready to transcribe and ready to go for editing and post-production and anything you need. You can then make audiograms right there within Descript. So really, it is all right there for you. It is cheaper than it would be for you to have um, Descript and Squadcast separately. And now you just have to link your accounts and then you're done. So a lot of folks are saying, you know, can I still use uh, Zencaster? Can I still use Riverside? Can I still use Zoom? And the answer is, yes, you can, but it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, where, where it's tied more in. Bundled. Um, yeah, exactly. It's bundled. Um, and it's funny, you kind of mentioned... Uh, and Casey always mentions, you know, how meta this show can mm. get um, when it's a podcast about like podcasting. Um, and you mentioned that we're recording in Squadcast, but then once the audience is hearing this, this will be edited in Descript. Right, right. So right now so, we're recording in Squadcast, which is now officially as of two days ago, if you, um, you know, our logo now says Squadcast by Descript. And then, yep, it'll go right on into um, Descript for editing. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some interesting changes, you know, behind the scenes, which maybe we can get into. Um, but I'm I'm kind of curious because it's such a good video platform and it's something that we've been urging all of our clients to use. Um, we're we're big proponents of um, video podcasts and, you know, having that arm of the podcast. But I'm curious, like having I mean. Right now, I'm recording in 1080p. Um, you know, that's HD um, for people who don't like <laughs> numbers. <laughs> um, but I'm just curious what you think the impact of having this amazing video and audio tool as well um, available within Descript, uh, what impact that will yeah. have with podcasters being willing or being able to uh, create video episodes and um, video clips from their podcast. Bottom line is that it makes it much, much, much easier. When I started at Descript in July, one of my first assignments internally was to create a video introducing myself to everybody and then to post it on Slack. And it was supposed to all be done within Descript. And I am not a video editor. I am scared of video editing softwares. Part of that assignment was to download a bunch of other video editing softwares and test it out there before going into Descript and doing it all within Descript. And I had so much trouble using Camtasia, using Adobe, using the other things that exist. The second that I moved into Descript, I was like, oh, I see. It can be unbelievably easy. And I felt like I was a video editor. It made me want to go edit more video. So I have, you know, historically, if you look at my Twitter, if you look at my LinkedIn, if you look at wherever I post 
thoughts about the future of the podcast industry. I do not think that you have to have video along with your audio for a podcast, but I think that it is smart to be experimenting, especially with social clips. And Descript makes it unbelievably easy. So right now, we're recording on Squadcast. You're going to have the audio, but you're also going to have the high quality video. And you could do whatever you want with that. And now it's going to be within Descript and you can edit and you can put captions and you can make audiograms if you just want to do social posts. But if you wanted to use the video and upload this entire conversation onto YouTube, you could do that really easily and you can have a whole bunch of different layouts and editing is really just like editing a Word doc. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, as someone who um, spends a lot of time in uh descript um it's it's been really cool to uh doing like video clips from our podcast and repurposing uh content that way it's been really cool to have uh not only be able to make really cool layouts and, and designs and um you know cool looking graphics and stuff but being able to save that as a template so you can reuse it again and again on different um, clips that you take from different podcasts and things like that, uh, that has been huge um, for us. And, you know, oh, I've noticed if, I've seen, the, yeah. you know, the ringmaster uh, audiograms are all over. You just at interviewed my colleague, Ashley Hamer. That was a great interview. And I love seeing those uh, audiograms pop up. You do a great job with them. Thank you very much. We've got a great team <laughs> uh, behind the scenes. Um, so um, I'm curious uh, with with like the social clips and things like that, um, I know that on your your episode with um, Casey, you had mentioned that uh, getting people from being a you know engaged social follower to being an actual listener of the podcast is difficult. Is that now? Do do you think that's made easier when there is a, a video element to the social clips or anything like that? I still think it's difficult to get people who are scrolling on social media to go and listen to your podcast because often what you do when you clip something um, to post on social media is you choose the best thing. And if you don't get the cliffhanger right, or if you give away too much, or if you don't give away enough, uh, they might just say, okay, that was enough for me. You know, it, it adds to their overall idea of you as a creator, and maybe it makes them think positive thoughts of you so that when they do go to their podcast listening app and see that you have a new episode out, they might check it out. But moving somebody from viewing a clip on social to listening right then and there is probably still not in most people's user behavior or in their listener behavior. But that's okay. I mean, ultimately, the reason you're creating clips is to get people to understand who you are, to get people to trust you as a creator. And if they are already a podcast listener, maybe they've subscribed to your show, they will listen to your show, hopefully, if the episode is uh, compelling enough. If you've, if you've nailed the episode title, if you've nailed the first 30 seconds of the show to keep their attention. But um, yeah, I, I do think it's important to use video to grab people's attention, just like it's important to use um, compelling writing to grab people's attention on social. Uh, video is just another element to that. And what we're really seeing is that there are just so many platforms like YouTube Shorts, uh, TikTok, and Instagram Reels that just spit your content out to people using an algorithm. And if you can hit that algorithm right, you might just be exposed to hundreds of thousands of people. And again, some of those people are going to convert, some are not. Some are going to just see it as a great way to get to know you and then eventually convert or not. So I think it's worth experimenting. Definitely worth experimenting. Um, I will say anecdotally, 
I've noticed that um, YouTube shorts have longer legs. Interesting. Like there, there's a little bit more long tail. Um, I wonder if they're keeping you in the cycle a little bit longer there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also showing up in like Google search results That's and great. things like that. That's but, the dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I think another uh, underrated benefit of Squadcast, and maybe this is for people who have um, been doing podcasts and uh, maybe they've been editing them in Descript, but they've been uh, recording them on Zoom or recording them on something else. Um, God forbid Google Meet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, an underrated benefit is the audio quality because the audio quality itself is so much better yeah. than in a Zoom. Um, but curious if you have any thoughts around that. Yeah, I wish I could go into the technicalities of this, but I will just say anecdotally, personally, I've been using Squadcast to record since early 2020, way before I worked at Squadcast as an employee. And I was amazed because when I first started the podcast that I started using Squadcast for, which was called Counter Programming, a podcast about countertops, literally, it was meant to be a distraction from COVID-19. It was supposed to be counter programming to COVID-19. Uh, we focused on anything with the word count or counter in the title. So Countertops was, you know, a series that we did. I co-hosted with my friend, Shira, who did not have a microphone at the time. I think she had, you know, she was literally just speaking into her computer, which nowadays I'd be like, nope, you got to get a microphone first. But we did a few episodes without a microphone. And honestly, it came out okay. <laughs> it came out more than okay. And I, I would challenge folks to go listen to those first few episodes and be like, wow, it actually sounds like she has a microphone. So I don't know what the magic is. Zach and Rock, the co-founders of Squadcast are just magical men, I guess, when it comes to technology. So I don't know what they put in there, but the audio quality is great no matter what. Of course, having a microphone is <laughs> recommended. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and we'll we'll link to the the podcast down in the show notes. Um, we'll also link probably to our uh, recommended podcast mics. Um, Ooh, what, what, what do you recommend? Is that there. the ATR 2100 that you've got over there? This is the ATR 2100. Very nice. Yes. Do you know what I have? Uh, that looks like a Shure SM7B it's the MB7 by the shape of the pop cheaper, filter. Cheaper. Oh, okay. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one's like 250 mm -hmm. Uh, compared to, you know, 350, the, I think is the, or maybe even more. Yeah. 350 or 400. Um, and the audio, you know, ATR 2100 is 70, 80, but there's a lot that goes into, uh, choosing the right mic, um, which we'll link to, uh, we've got a ton of content around that. Um, so I'm curious, Ariel, uh, because there are, there's people that have, you know, used Squadcast that haven't used Descript and people that use Descript and have not used Squadcast. So um, is there like one thing that Squadcast users need to know about Descript um, that haven't used Descript uh, and then vice versa? Is there one thing that people who've been editing on Descript um need to know about Squadcast. Yeah, if you are a Squadcaster and you've been editing in Audacity or Pro Tools or Hindenburg or Reaper and you're now thinking it's bundled, let me try Descript, I think um, something important to think about is that it might take you some time to get used to editing as if you're editing in a Word doc, but you should know that if you look to the bottom of your screen, you can also edit 
as if you're in a word in a waveform. So you can do both. It's not one or the other. I do both. If I need to really focus on my crossfading or fading something in or out or equalizing something um, or DSing, I use the waveform. If I'm just working on cutting out ums, buts, and ahs or double takes of a sentence, then I use the word editing feature. So I think um, as you're getting used to things, just be aware that you're not stuck one way or the other. You can use both. And if you are a Descript customer who has never used Squadcast before, I think the most important thing is to be in a quiet recording environment. You know this because you've probably already recorded elsewhere. Um, but if you're new to podcasting and you're now curious about how to create a podcast remotely because maybe you just weren't aware of remote recording beforehand because you've used Descript maybe for video editing, but not so much podcast editing. I think something important is to use wired headphones, not Bluetooth headphones. That is big. <laughs> um, it just, you know, you'll cut out any latency issues and it is just the way to go. Uh, so I think that's one thing for you to for you to understand. And also to be clicked onto the screen is really important. So if you are, maybe you have uh, two monitors and you're not clicked onto your Squadcast session, you're instead clicked onto the other monitor, your Squadcast session will say that it is um, not focused. It's not the focus tab. So best practice is to just be clicked onto your screen that you are recording with Squadcast. So those are just some things to be aware of. And then a bonus is that, you can take a squad shot and we should take a squad shot. You can basically press a button um, at the bottom of your screen and you can take a picture of yourself in the recording session and you can use that for social media purposes. So that's just a fun little thing that we like to do. Absolutely. Um, let's take a squad yeah. shot. It's literally just this little camera um, icon in the bottom of the uh, in browser, completely in browser uh, squad cast um, recording thing you don't have to download anything which is awesome. and it'll just set you up to have assets that you can post on social and say check it out i just interviewed ariel and it also has your show up at the top left of the corner so you've got some branding there too all right you ready three two one we did it good job Woohoo! we were able to take a picture folks all right um i'm curious uh about what excites you the most about this um I, I keep wanting to say merger but you know acquisition yeah. you know coming joining coming of forces together yes. of these two companies yeah. yes yeah what excites me the most is that i have gotten better faster stronger with my personal podcast production editing workflow i host a weekly podcast recommendation podcast that is a solo podcast and for me that, you know, I don't necessarily need to have guests for that show. So I don't need to use the Squadcast section for, for my Descript workflow, but I've just been loving that now working for Descript means that I've sort of been forced to learn how to use this new editing software. So now I can record all within Descript rather than what I was doing before, which was recording within Audacity, then making my cuts within Audacity, then sending everything to my post-production engineer who makes it sound good. Now I can do it by myself. I can get 99% of the way there. And then I just have my post-production engineer master it. And he's great. He's a genius. Daniel Turek, shout out <laughs> to you. Um, so that's what shout I'm most out. excited about personally. Um, but I also then do host a podcast called Trailer Park, the podcast trailer podcast with my friend Tim Viegas. And we do record remotely for that. So we will move our entire workflow into Descript, Squadcast by Descript. Tim already uses um, Descript and he's a really skilled editor there. So it's just going to be so much easier for us. And then we can um, 
we can collaborate because Descript is collaborative. So he can make comments. I can say yes or no to those comments. I can make comments. He can say, Ariel, that's a bad idea. And I'll say, thank you, Tim. <laughs> I do love the collaborative nature of Descript um, because uh, one of, just the other day, one of my friends, friends, coworkers, um, <laughs> fellow producer uh, behind the scenes here, um, was creating uh, a template for one of their clients uh, for their social post, and they, you know, wanted some. They couldn't quite get get it perfect the way they wanted, and I was able to just go into Descript, and we were both, you know, in the project at the same time, and um, we were able to work together to kind of uh, refine, you know, the vision yeah. um, to really perfect that. Yeah, it was. It's really. I cool. love a refined vision. Um, Yes, no, nothing better. Um, so before we kind of close um, and, and wrap up, what do you see on the horizon for podcasters? What What's coming next? Um, would you say kind of this could be like big picture thing? This could be kind of middle of the road. Um, what, what do you see uh, coming down the pipeline? I think that creator tools wise, there are going to be a ton of companies popping up that are going to be utilizing AI and that'll be for your workflow or for your social media posts. I think obviously take AI with a grain of salt, test out products, figure out what is actually helping you and what might be a distraction. So, you know, it could be that you think ChatGPT can help you do X, Y, and Z, but it really is more work to set it up than it actually, than, than, than the benefits actually are. So I think you will be seeing a lot of AI tools in the next year. Um, I also think video is going to be big, maybe justify maybe in a justified way, like the, the, you should be testing video for social clips and for potentially reaching new audiences. But be very skeptical of the people that say that you must record video for your podcast. I think that if you want to have an audio-only podcast, there are still people who want to consume your podcast audio-only. And it is okay to either not record video at all or to not utilize video at all or to just use video for short social clips that point to the show. So that is what I see on the horizon. I think I do, I'm, I'm weary of making predictions, but I do think that creator tools are you know, popping up all over the place, trying to streamline workflows, trying to make the experience better for folks. And sometimes there are too many out there. And if what works for you works for you, then you might not need to reintroduce or introduce something new into the mix. Although Squadcast script, I think, you know, that's the way to go. It's pretty much all you need. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I've, I've definitely played around with, I mean, there's so many, it's just, uh, of AI yeah. tools that are that are new, it's like oh, upload this and you'll get a bunch of transcripts. Clips. Yeah, um, they'll yeah. do everything. And They're like upload also, your transcript or upload your audio, and we'll we'll create social posts for you. And the social posts are all like, we are so excited to announce X, Y, and Z. And it's like you can't be so excited to announce every single social post. That, why do they all yeah, start like that? <laughs> uh, uh, every 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 LinkedIn specific oh. post uh, from one tool started with. Hey, LinkedIn fam, Ew. every time, like I'd have it regenerate every single time. Uh, I don't know if I want to tank a company's stock price right now. Um, no, you don't need to tell me. <laughs> tell me offline. Yeah. As we're wrapping up here, um, where can people 
find you? Where can they um, learn more about Descript, um, Squadcast? Well, Squadcast by Descript. Uh, where can people learn more about Ariel and about podcasting? If you Google my name, which is Ariel Nissenblatt, you'll find everything. I have a website, arielnissenblatt.com. I have Twitter still, which is Ari this and that. LinkedIn, I'm posting more and more because Twitter continues to not be my favorite place lately because of all the Elon X stuff going on. I also have a bunch of newsletters. I have a podcast recommendation newsletter, and I have a newsletter about the podcast industry, but you'll find all that by going to Google and typing in Ariel Nissenblatt. Squadcast, you can go to squadcast.fm. Eventually, that will be descript.com. Um, but for the next few months, they are going to be operating separately, just linked. So make sure to link your accounts. And if you have any questions about Descript, about Squadcast, you can go to help.descript.com. And if you are wondering, listeners, why we've been changing between Descript and Descript, the answer is because you can say both. Breaking news. <laughs> you can say both. Um that's awesome. I will also say uh, Descript, Descript has a really active um, Discord uh, server and um, like a, a really good That's great. 15,000 people there. Yeah, it, it's great. Like if you have a question about Descript, like they've got a bunch of great content on their website, but then there's also that community there. Um, so you can sign up. And that, I'm moderating, uh, so see you there. Descript. Oh, <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Well, Ariel, thank you so much again for coming on and uh, you know just sharing um, with us what what's going on uh, in the podcast world and breaking down some of this uh, this giant development. Um, thank you so much for that and. Uh, yeah, really appreciate this. Yeah, thank you for inviting me to uh, discuss the breaking news. I appreciate it. Definitely. And um, if you're listening to this and you learned something or you laughed, um, make sure to share it with somebody, uh, three people, 9,000 people. Um, you know, that's, that's thought leadership. Um, and that brings us to the end of another amazing episode of Creating the Greatest Show. Thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time. And next time doesn't have to be next week. Life's too short, and we have way too much to talk about. Find show notes full of takeaways, lessons, and links at creatingthegreatestshow.com. For more information on launching your own podcast or working with us to produce your existing show, come on down to the big tent at ringmaster.com. Until then, friends, whatever you do, do it with all your might work at it if necessary early and late in season and out of season not leaving a stone unturned and never deferring for a single hour that which can be done just as well now pt barnum <laughs>